All right, blockaders, you know what time it is. It's time to sit down with the man, the myth, the legend himself after a high day of clamming, Mr. Robin Vote. Let's sit back, relax, and make the jump into a galaxy far, far away. Man, rumor has it that galaxy's even out far past Dorchester. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Make the Jump Podcast here with your host, Robin Vote. And let me say this one thing. On the most recent episode of Make the Jump Podcast, I sat down with the wonderful, wonderful Ingvild Dyla. Let me just say one thing. Number one, I loved hearing what she had to say about her experiences with Gareth Edwards and the entire Rogue One crew. But I think the one thing that I took away from our discussion is her experiences with Star Wars. And they go beyond just that galaxy far, far away. As an actress, she's found that she's had to go and she's had to find different realms to explore. And whether that's being an artist, whether that's being a stage performer... Uh, Ingville is really trying to find different forms within the arts and to be multifaceted. And that was one of the main discussion points was that being multifaceted is one of the best things you can do in this world today. And I think when it comes to Star Wars actors in particular, I think we kind of see this, especially with Mark Hamill, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac. All these people work on more than just Star Wars. They have careers beyond that. And I think sometimes the most successful actors and actresses are those who come from a multifaceted standpoint. And what I really want to focus on in this episode is that in the world today, and thank you so much to to Ingvild Dyla for bringing this up because it's, it's a really important discussion, I think, for us as Star Wars fans is, yes, we look at these actors and actresses as almost like celebrities. But I have to say, every time I go to a, a convention or to meet some of these actors and actresses, and I think that I take a very different approach to it. I'm curious to hear if anybody else out there does the same thing within the Star Wars fandom. These people are part of a family. They're part of something greater than just Star Wars. This is a franchise that has brought us all together over many, many years. Some from 77, some from 99. It's done many, many things to bring people together. And I think when it comes to looking at the actors and actresses, they're part of that family. And they're more than just actors and actresses, folks. They are a part of this fandom. And yes, they should be treated like celebrities, I feel, because they do such wonderful work on screen. But I think when approaching these celebrities, and I know I've talked about it with Andrew Byrne Garish, I've talked with Caden Stetler about it on Com Chatter. It's all about being humans. It's all about taking that step back and saying, hold on, hold on. Yeah, they're part of my favorite franchise. Yes, I need their autograph and a picture with them. But I think they're going to get more out of me walking up to them and saying, hey, how's your day going? How's your family? There, there's a certain line that you can you can draw where you say, okay, this is going a little bit above and beyond. Now, I'm not saying this is etiquette that you have to follow. I'm not saying that you have to do these things. But it's something that I've noticed more recently going to conventions and seeing stuff happening at Star Wars Celebration from the screen from Celebration Lancaster. And I think it's just a very fascinating topic. And I know many people have many feelings on this. And some of you may hear me and say, ah, what does he know? But I'm just coming from somebody who kind of sits back and kind of looks at it and says, what if we were to treat these actors and actresses like human beings and not based on their role as Ray or as Finn? You know, I also look at the Star Wars authors. I mean, Chuck Wendig, Claudia Gray, uh, E.K. Johnson. Anytime I want to interact with these individuals, I, I don't treat it like I want to sit down and I want to talk about just about Star Wars. No, we, we want to get to know you on a whole other level. 
I love it when, and big shout out to EK Johnson when she's over on social media, her Twitter posts, the one that I remember more recently. And if she's listening, EK, I think you'll remember this too. There's a whole discussion about root beer. Man, I love root beer. Where can I get some root beer? Every time I go to this party, I want to drink root beer and I bring usually a big jug of it. And then everybody got involved in that discussion. And I absolutely love those moments where we can take a step back and say, wow, these, these are people having pretty awesome conversations. Yeah, root beer is always an awesome conversation. I love myself some root beer. To span our knowledge and span our conversations beyond that galaxy far, far away is absolutely amazing. And I think as Star Wars fans, sometimes we get wrapped up too much in the character when there's actually a person behind there or on that screen that has a job to do and has money to make and has a living that they have to push forward. And that's one of the main things that I take away from every conversation that I've had, whether it's Envil, where whether it's details, whether it's any of these people who have been, you know, Sematui Smart's another one. No matter who it is, not only do they love being part of this franchise at the same time, they have a life to live and a job to do and money to make so that they can afford to do other things. Much like us. We go to our, our nine to five job or as a teacher, you know, it, it's a it's an eight to three job. We, we go out and we do our things and we do our job to make sure that we can support ourselves and our families. And it's no different with these actors and actresses. And sometimes getting down to that level of, yes, this is a job. They're doing it for us. They're part of that family. Sometimes I think we need to take a step back and say, hold on, let's keep looking at it that way. I always look at it that way. And I'm not saying that there are people in the fandom that aren't. I think there are a lot of people across social media. I could list off tons of names of Star Wars fans and fans of comic book movies that absolutely go with this approach. But there is that select percentage that takes it to the next level. And sometimes I think that scares away these people from their jobs. And I haven't seen this in person a ton, but I have seen it and it's concerning. I think it's something to consider as we move forward. I thank Ingvild Daila for bringing this to my attention after our recording because there is some truth to it. And there's so much more to this world and this galaxy far, far away than just looking at it as the franchise. Next time you meet any of these actors and actresses from Star Wars, just take a step back. Treat them like family. All those who listen to the Brick City Blockade, I know you're already doing this because we love hearing your stories. But remind those who, when you go to a convention, they're absolutely hoarding these celebrities trying to get their autographs and maybe end up turning their autographs around for a price. That's not what it's all about. It's about having those interactions on that one-to-one level. How's the family? How are the kids? What you got coming up down the line? Can we connect on social media so that maybe I can help you share out some of the resources and some of the things that you're doing? It's that hand-in-hand family attitude that keeps this galaxy far, far away moving. I think it's so important to this fandom. Big time. Big time important to this fandom. We've come to that time of the show that I love to talk with Mr. John Bishop. What's going on in that galaxy far, far away in terms of Disney? That's right, Galaxy's Edge. Post-celebration with all the news, all the amazing things that came out of Chicago. John, give us the scoop. Across Galaxy. All right. Thanks, Robin. Uh, appreciate it. We're going back to Around the Galaxy this week. We're going to stay near and dear to our hearts in the Disney parks. And uh, let's talk about all the stuff we've learned from Star Wars Celebration about Galaxy's Edge. And obviously, we've got a whole lot going on. And they did have a pretty good size presentation hosted by Josh uh, Gad. And, and you know what? It was fun to see all that stuff. And I don't know how well received it was 
by the rank and file members of the Star Wars community. They seemed to think it was a little hokey. I thought it was pretty okay. I, I, jo- I like Josh Gad. I know he's a huge Star Wars fan, and I felt like he brought a lot of fun to the presentation. Now, that said, did it get a little cheesy here and there? Sure it did. But again, you know, Star Wars is made for you know kids. And uh, first and foremost, that was from the maker himself, George Lucas, said that, that Star Wars is for kids. And so they kept it a pretty G-rated, across-the-board, acceptable for all audiences presentation with a whole bunch of people from Lucasfilm and, and Disney and all that type of stuff. So it was great. Scott Trowbridge did a terrific job in sort of outlining a lot of stuff we knew, pointing out new and beautiful things, the shopping and the dining and the animatronics. I can't wait to see Doc. I can't wait to see Hondo. I think that those amazing animatronics are only going to keep us really engaged, immersed in this particular place. I still hope that we all have space enough to enjoy it all. The other thing that's coming out this week is how much Disney is working to control the crowds. You know, one thing that's going to happen is Disneyland CMs, cast members, as they're called at, at Disney Parks, will not be able to go into Galaxy's Edge for quite a few days during the summer. And that's unusual because that's part of their perks. It's not unusual, however, for Disney to restrict it. The thing that was said was that Disneyland CMs would get a good chance at trying out Galaxy's Edge way ahead of time and, and not have to worry about missing out. Disneyland itself is tweeting out, you know, know before you go. There's not going to be a standby line. You must be a resort guest. For kids to ride the Millennium Falcon ride, which will be the only ride open, you have to be 38 inches tall. I mean, they're just breaking it down. They're making it very clear who can get in, who can use the, uh, the Falcon, and who else will be there and available to get on the rides during that time. Doug Chang and the other folks who were talking about Galaxy's Edge talked about the difference between being on a movie set and being on Galaxy's Edge. Someone said, steel is steel. It's real. It's, you're going to be able to walk around. You'll be able to touch it. You're going to be able to go in rooms. You're going to know what you're doing and how you're dealing with the Galaxy's Edge environment on the Disney Parks app. And that's going to be pretty impressive. Being able to read Arabesh and to know what's going on in other spots in the galaxy. That was really exciting. I really would recommend the official breakdown on Disney Parks YouTube site. The uh, final thing is, is I, I saw a lot of people really get annoyed that Coke was involved in this at all. You know, now knowing that Coke is everywhere on the Disney parks, this didn't shock me at all. And you know, I thought it was kind of cool to see a Coke T-shirt, a red Coke T-shirt in Arabesh. You know, I'm not sure what everybody was very upset about. I mean, Star Wars is a brand. We pay for that brand. That brand needs to make money. Disney needs to make money. It makes sense to partner with other brands. And I thought they were pretty funny about the idea that they have Coke brand products in a hundred languages and why not have one in our best. Makes sense to me. I think everyone should get over and kind of enjoy it. That's pretty much all I've got. Uh, I've been discussing an awful lot of this stuff on my uh, Twitter account at JM Bishop Jr. Make sure you hit me up over there and talk about it. And Robin, I can't wait to hear the rest of the episode. Thanks so much, John. So many amazing things came out at Star Wars Celebration when it comes to Galaxy's Edge. I absolutely love what Doug Chang had said about Galaxy's Edge and everything surrounding the Phantom Menace and getting that behind-the-scenes look at some of the artwork was absolutely amazing. So thank you so much, John. All right, Blockaders, one of the last things I want to share here on this episode of Make the Jump is two things in particular. All right, so prepare yourselves and get your collections ready. Or leave it in the box! 
The Brick City Blockade Podcast Network is going to be doing something here towards the end of April into the beginning of May, which is going to be hashtag share your fandom. And it's going to be really great. We want everybody to share their collection. What are some of your best pieces from your Star Wars collection? Do you have a collection focus much like Christopher James Letty has his Rebel Commando focus collection? We want you to share that out using the hashtag share your fandom with us across social media. We're going to be sharing your pictures across our Twitter page, across our Facebook, across our Instagram, and we're going to even put them up on our website. And it's going to be an absolutely wonderful way to share our fandom with everybody in the galaxy. And at the same time, maybe you'll even get a little bit of a perk out of it. That's right. At the very end, we're going to draw two lucky pictures. That's right. Two lucky pictures. One of you is going to get a Brick City Blockade care package made possible by your friends here at the podcast network and then the other person hey we got another surprise for you and that announcement is going to be coming up very very soon so make sure to share out your pictures using the hashtag share your fandom with the brickcityblockade.com podcast network crew we cannot wait to see all of your collections maybe even those darth vader collections like i love i absolutely die for those creations not to the point of where Palpatine can absolutely confuse my mind and turn me into a Dark Lord and suddenly I'm in a black suit, but beside the point. That's going to do it here for this episode of Make the Jump Podcast here from Robin Vote at the Brick City Blockade. You guys can follow me with this plug time over at Twitter at Mr. Vote Tweets. Check out my Instagram at the official vote. Hey, www.brickcityblockade.com for everything happening at the podcast network and in that galaxy far far away patreon to support the network so much more content coming down the road on patreon t public to rock the network and of course our galaxy of joy program with starlight children's foundation bringing smiles to kids faces in hospitals around the country every cent at a time until next time folks for robin vote may the force be with you always <laughs>